skinny Amber, not deaf. See that box right there? Yes. That is all of my grandmother's embroideries. <gasps> Neat. All of them. Oh. So I've got all of the threads. Like, not in any kind of order. No. Just in a box. Thanks, Mom. Have you ever done any kind of crafting? No one yeah, orders no. that shit. No. Uh, nobody. <laughs> I, I try, and then I fail. Yeah, I like all it. crafters. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, w- at I one point, my... I at least have to get boxes to make it look like I'm organized. Yeah, at, at one point, I had my, my embroidery floss all, like, categorized and on the little... And then you started using it. ...cardboard spindles. Yeah. Well, I stopped cross-stitching for a while and lost track of the box. Right. So somewhere in the ether that is my past, there uh-huh. is a box of embroidery floss that is immaculate. I found a home. Focus. Focus. Well, none of us are good at that. Focus. <laughs> Focus. Hi, kids. It's Kenny Cone and Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And fuck the ocean. <laughs> fuck all of the ocean. And here are my co-hosts. Stephanie and RC, please introduce yourselves. I am RC, and I avoided all canned food for two years after this movie. (laughs) At least it wasn't that fruit cocktail. It was not five pounds of fruit cocktail. Oh my gosh. And I am Stephanie, and um, I didn't think of one. I, uh, I definitely will never go slow dancing with proper posture. Mm. No. no, no, no. Does anyone? Not now. I mean, unless, please. like, I imagine that this had the same effect as the Final Destination log truck, mm. where oh, just yeah. everyone's like, "No, <laughs> hard pass." Thanks. <laughs> Fucking taut wires, nope. Oh man! Oh Jesus! Fuck! We are talking about Ghost Ship this week. Some movie that I had thought I had forgotten. Thank you, RC. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. God damn it. Uh, So, I I mean, like I was saying earlier, um, at least it has Juliana Margulies in it, who who deserved her little action movie hero stuff. Well, my my thing is the first whatever minute, however many minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes, not ten minutes. That's the best part of the movie. That's the best part of the movie. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then... (laughs) And then, and then, and then, and then it's a different movie. It it's legit, just a different movie. Yeah. And I'm like, this, this wasn't the movie that started. This, this is no. a different movie. Yep, yep. Uh, so this one came out um, around the same time as a few others that I always get this confused with every single fucking time. Virus, which was 1999, had um, had uh, damn it, name Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> in it, and the boat was like. The computer was going stupid and the boat was going all Terminator. Like, you know, metal pieces were coming and forming living things and it was nuts. I have That's absolutely nothing with some that. weird AI. No, thank you. That's how boats yeah. work. Exactly. That's, That's my... exactly how boats work. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not my jam. <laughs> uh, and then Deep Rising. Uh, so all of these are abandoned boat flicks. Deep Rising had Famke Jansen playing a jewel thief or at least some kind of grifter and Treat Williams... Um, basically he was carting some kind of mercenaries somewhere and I can't even remember what the fuck they were doing, but they end up on this boat with a giant sea monster on it. Like squidly diddly shit. (laughs) I was was about to make a reference and I know that you won't get it, but I know somebody that will. So Michelle Antoineau, if you're listening, (laughs) it is 100% tongueless. Oh my. (laughs) I recommend Googling it. 
<laughs> it is totally safe for work. Tungulus. Tungulus. <laughs> what the fuck? It was a game. I... Okay. It was released. And kind of got really popular. It is not good. Oh, uh, um, okay. <laughs> kind, of, kind of got really popular with Let's Players. Mm. <laughs> it is bad. You know, at some point, this whole doing shit for the purpose of irony thing has yeah, to it's, stop. It's, tung- it's, it's tungulous. Okay. You're welcome, exposing you to media that you would have okay. never otherwise right. encountered. Okay. You know what, though? Um, going back to you getting movies mixed up, you were better off than me. Because mm-hmm. I, I get this mixed up with Event Horizon. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I Are you sure you weren't thinking I mean, of virus? I legit was like... the same premise. Yeah. Abandoned ships. Abandoned ships. Yeah. Um, okay, Alien okay. is an abandoned ship. Movie. I legit, okay. I legit was like, "Oh, Ghost Ship." That movie with Sam Neill in it. Yeah. Because in my mind, <laughs> Sam Neill was in Ghost Ship, and Gabriel Byrne was in Event Horizon. Oh. And then I sat down and went, Wait. "No, Wait, you no. are no. not. No, <laughs> this isn't. This isn't where you parked your car. Oh, no, what happened? I, yeah, I will never just." Uh, just from these three movies alone, and now Event Horizon added to the mix, I will never voluntarily run a salvage operation. That's just not going to happen. I don't think that anyone particularly chooses to do that as an occupation. I, I mean, think there are some people who people, do. Most people, of them are Hey, mediocre. I'll buy a tugboat and just, like, claim shit. It'll be great. International <laughs> water is mine now, finders keepers. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. Mediocre white people who think that they're going to get rich doing it. <laughs> I mean, they almost made it in this movie. Almost. Almost. Kind so of. deet me, RC. Deet the fuck out of me. This was my because... pick. Surprise. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God. <laughs> directed by Steve Beck, who also directed The Abyss. Amazing. Of course. The Hunt for Red October. Uh, he really likes his or, water movies. Wait, wait, wait. I, I lied. I, I got my words mixed up. He did work on The Abyss and The Hunt for Red October. He did not direct either of them. He was the head of visual effects ah. for both oh, of them. Oh, which just means he still really likes water. He did, however, direct 13 Ghosts. Yeah. That's, God damn it, we have to find that one. That was on the list. Ah, uh, so good. I still haven't decided what we're doing next. So good. It's between the two. Okay. Anyway. Written by Mark Hanlon, who wrote this in a 1999 movie called Buddy Boy, which I have never heard of. <laughs> I've heard of Buddy Boy. I have I not know. watched it. Couldn't I tell you what it's about. No, not at all. I just heard the name and I heard that it was stupid. Anyway. Excuse you. Yeah. <laughs> Starring. <laughs> Gabriel Byrne as Murphy. Juliana Margulies as Epps. Ron Eldard as Dodge, Desmond Harrington as Fairman, Isaiah Washington as Greer, Alex Dimitriades as Santos, Carl Urban as Munder, and Emily Browning as Katie Harwood. Little Emily Browning, she had to be little what Laura nine Moon herself. She's so adorable. Look at that little face. Tiny then, little terrifying ghost child. Tiny yeah. little terrifying ghost child. And then I think of her in American Gods. I'm like, I've seen your boobs now. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was my first. I was like, "Oh, you're Laura Moon. You're Laura Moon." <laughs> I sure know a lot about you now, little girl. It's very uncomfortable. So uncomfortable now. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> very attacked all of a sudden. In May, 1962, above, above. Aboard the Italian ocean liner, the SS Antonia Graza, I keep wanting to say Garza, mm-hmm. uh, dozens of wealthy passengers danced to the song Sins of Fine, sung by Francesca, an Italian lounge singer. I assume that this is still the part where. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous, where, by where the way. Where this is in, absolutely, where this is um, the first movie. Yes. <laughs> the first, like, four minutes are the first whole act. Yeah. Somehow. Pretty much. A young girl, Katie Harwood, sits alone until the ship's captain offers to dance with her on the exterior dance floor. Elsewhere, 
A hand presses a lever that unravels a thin wire cord from a spool. The spool snaps, the wire whips across the dance floor, bisecting the passengers and crew. Katie is spared due to her height, but screams in horror as the captain, leaning protectively over her, is revealed to have fallen victim to the wire as well. By splitting in half. Yeah, well, his head. It was he just had two head. cuts. Did he have two? He had two. Oops. Okay. All right. So that was the first seven minutes. Yeah. And it was literally the best part of this movie. It is. I don't know about that. You don't know about that? But it is, but it is a great part of the movie. It, it is, is a great. Not part denying that. Yeah. It is a fantastic piece of cinema. Yes. In an otherwise mediocre film. Um, just the idea. You don't know what's going on. You know that this this switch was flipped and this wire has just bisected an entire field of people. All you see at first is the wire, and then you hear the whipping sounds of it tearing mm-hmm. through the air, among other things. Yeah. And then you see the wire with some blood and various other viscera mm-hmm. on it. Yep. And then people start to notice that something happened as you look they and see very the, still. As yeah. you look and see the <laughs> cut flowers. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Oh. No, the 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 one that gets me is the woman. Whose upper half is shaking. Is trying uh-huh. to get to her lower half. No, right. no, no. Um, she's still in dance position with oh, her okay. partner, and her her lower half is slipping. But she's like, she's like shimmying around, trying to like, <laughs> right. I don't know, keep it up or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I like that's the moment where like my my stomach just starts to sink, it's and like, I'm like, oh, like, this is horrible. It's like she thinks the top half of her body. If she keeps moving, she'll just keep that nerve connection going. Yeah, right. Or like you'll just sock it back in. It's yeah. Like, no, no, that's no. not how it works, unfortunately. No. Um, visual effects wise, that scene was fantastic. Oh yes, and, and just Definitely. from just the beauty. Yeah. Of how that happened. It's a classic scene of cinema in an otherwise boring movie. Um, the the deal with the little girl, mm-hmm. Kathy, Katie, 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 um, with her height, perfect. Just excellently executed. The fact that she is shorter than everyone else. and By about uh, half. Yeah, by about half, yeah. So the song was beautiful. This thing is happening. Nobody knows it's going to happen. You've got the suspense. You have an idea something's going to happen, but you don't know what. And then that wire cuts through the flowers. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And. I like how they played with the focus. They did. Because mm-hmm. you it, like it focuses on the crowd and then without changing shot refocuses uh, closer to frame mm-hmm. on the wire. Again. Right. Yeah. Right. That was, that's a neat trick. I love it when they do that, when they shift that focus mm-hmm. from the foreground, from the background to the foreground. It's wonderful. Um, the costume. Gorgeous. Yeah. The, you, you've got the one lounge singer. She's in this Marilyn Monroe esque red dress. I would have said Jessica rabbit, but, Sure. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Mer- um, gentlemen prefer blondes, sort yeah. of thing. Jessica Rabbit, high high leg, slip, mm-hmm. whole deal. She's very sexy, very Italian, very Sophia Loren. Um, up to it, including the torpedo tits. Yeah. Um, which most people would not find attractive. However, I on think on her, it, I think it on her, on her it did work. That sixty silhouette, even with the torpedo tits, even with the badly shaped breast cups, it looks good on a lot of people true so just uh, what they did uh, the, even the ships the the cruise costumes mm-hmm. they were really excellently tailored and of course it's an italian ship so you expect this and, and you it, could you could definitely tell that it was supposed to be a higher class ship oh yeah it's definitely a luxury line. yeah luxury it's it was beautiful it was beautiful so any other thoughts before we move on? Because I don't want to turn this into the Bob show again. Well, um, my just like I said, like we've all said, you know, this is the first. This is the first movie, and then the second movie starts. I just feel like it. Lo- it's so. It looks so different than the rest of the movie to a point that, like, I feel like just all the focus got put on that scene somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. and like all the money got put into that scene, and just you know. 
clearly the director comes from a visual background Mm -hmm. and you know he he's he just developed such a richness for what's going on in the scene Mm -hmm. and the editing is meticulous and all of this and then you go into the second movie (laughs) which i feel has a lot of editing um uh issue yeah issues like stumbling blocks you know, and it's it kind definitely of is rougher. Yeah, yeah, it's rougher, and the palette is green. Yeah, green. and that's all you see at all times. Green, basically, pretty much, yeah. It's it's not even it's not even like because when you think abandoned luxury liner, you kind of have this idea like Bioshock, mm-hmm. how that looked. I mean, even if you're not underwater, you expect a, a nautical type of theme. You expect greens and blues and and some browns, you know, to kind of offset that. But this was just all rust, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all rust all the time after that. Um, it just but I do get that dissonance, yeah, that, that difference between the two because you've got this lovely scene of a luxury liner and people. Uh, People of wealth enjoying themselves on a luxury liner, except for the little girl who's bored out of her mind. Um, and then you're brought to a new reality mm-hmm. with the salvage operation, with these people that are gruff and they are lower class and they want to be rich, but they can't. They're just hoping for that one big score. Um, that, that are brought into looking for the ship. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I get that dissonance. It's just too jarring. Yeah. It's too jarring. So, anyway. I do think that the second part is... I think that they were trying to make it jarring, which I think could have worked. I think that it was kind of ham-fisted. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So go ahead. 40 years later... At a bar, a salvage crew, Captain Sean Murphy, Maureen Epps, Greer, Dodge, Munder, and Santos, celebrate their recent success. Jack Ferryman, a Canadian weather service pilot, um, approaches them kind of out of nowhere, says that he has spotted a vessel adrift in the Bering Sea. Because the ship is in international waters, it can be claimed by whoever brings it to port. The crew sets out after a lot of fighting and then a promise of basically a shitload of money. Um, The crew sets out on the Arctic Warrior, an ocean salvage tugboat. The ship they find is the Antonia Graza, which mysteriously went missing decades ago, similar to the Mary Celeste. After locating and boarding the abandoned liner, the salvagers discover millions of dollars in gold bars in her cargo hold after a scene in which um, Epps freaks out about rats in a box. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this. I, mean, I like rats, so they wouldn't have bothered me. Really. And those were like clean ass rats too. They were very like, clean, <laughs> meticulous. So, all right, kids, rats are very clean animals. Rats clean themselves like cats do. But they also sure. carry a ton of diseases, Bob. But those rats when they're when they're wild. Those rats that's were left largely abandoned on a boat. They yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm not saying that I think that they're filthy, but I'm saying I feel like they should have I don't know. Rust on them. Ultimately, yeah, like powdered rust on their fur somewhere. Yeah. Ultimately, though, aren't they ghost rats? <gasps> they could be anywhere. No, they can look however they want. Yeah, true. Because they're ghost rats. No. <laughs> Maybe, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> She had seen the first ghost by this point. Yes. Because one of them fell through the floor after having been warned to watch their goddamn step. Yeah. This is Carl Urban, by the way, that did this, who's very good at playing dumb during his early career. <laughs> yeah. If anyone can find a clip of him crying over some sheep, please send it to us. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to tell you why. I want to leave apparently, it mysterious. Apparently there's backstory. Yes. And that's all we'll say. <laughs> I would just love to see that clip again. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> After a series of supernatural events, the group decides to abandon the salvage effort 
for the ship and retreat with the gold, but an invisible force sabotages the Arctic warrior. The tugboat engine explodes as its engine is restarted, killing Santos and moderately wounding Greer. Right. Right. Um, so this actually takes a lot longer to actually happen than to describe it. Very much. <laughs> Very much. Because there's a lot of like ambiance that it sets up. Yeah. Ambiance being set up. There's a lot of exposition between characters being mm-hmm. set up, which even though there's a lot of it, doesn't tell us a whole hell of a fucking lot. No, you get, you get some backstory on the characters. So you kind of see why they are the way they are. Yeah. But it doesn't end up meaning yeah. anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you get, exactly. they work well as a team, and they know each other well, and that's and basically the little quirk. Yeah, yeah, they quirks. each have a little quirk. Yeah. No, I I went into this thinking that this movie was over two hours long, mm-hmm. from just remembering watching it in the past. Mm-hmm. I, like, I was certain that this was a long movie. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a lot longer. Um, no, it, it's so at this point, not only have we found the rats, but we found these boxes of and, gold bullion and a car and a oh that beautiful car yeah that beautiful car full of bullet holes, which means they probably should have questioned that. <laughs> um. <laughs> But you, they've also got little hints that other people have been there before, like the digital watch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the bullet casings in the pool, um, which at one point goes all Amityville. It does. Like, yeah. Through the bullet blood holes. starts coming out of the bullet holes. And the yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, uh, all the little pieces and parts are amazing. It's just how they're put together. Yeah. Um, the blood only starts coming out of the pool after Epps falls into it and bleeds into the pool a right. little bit which then gets sucked into a bullet hole right. yeah so, so pretty she, great she's fed the ship essentially yeah. yeah um which is how a lot of cursed objects begin oh someone bled <laughs> on it oh wait blood fell on the coffin or you cut yourself in some kind of grave and now it's dripped into Dracula, dracula's <laughs> fucking coffin now you've got a fucking vampire problem on your hands Fuck you, horror movies. Just a little drop of blood causing a whole lot of shit. There was a there was a Facebook post recently. I promise it's related. There was, there was a Facebook post recently of uh, different ways to like help take care of your house plants, and one of them was uh, if you cut your own hair or trim your beard or anything, you can put that in the dirt because the specific like nutrients in hair right. as it uh-huh. decomposes will help the plant grow. Mm-hmm. And one person commented, "No, this is how you get cursed." <laughs> The the rest of the thread was people telling that person that they were an idiot for believing in curses. And it's like, wow, I feel like all of you missed the joke. Oh, man. Yeah, they have. They totally missed it. As soon as you said cursed objects, I was like, <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I mean, I already told you how to deal with that painting. You done that yet? No, it's still in the house. Oh, Damn it. oh my God. I'm telling you. It's it's in a locked uh, corner of the attic. Okay. You think that curses and demons and ghosts give a shit about a lock? No. No, but I think that they've kept out to... worse shit so far. So <laughs> they, can, they can just kind of hang out. You need a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> I don't priests in my house. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of priest. Okay. You did say a young priest and an old priest, which means exorcisms, which means Catholic. So you did say what kind of priest. Like, I don't have a house full of pagans already. Right. (laughs) Not that Max is. We don't know. Max isn't. Okay. Um, Max is mad at me. What what did you do to me? I need to go. I need to go on the record. (laughs) After the Monkey Shines episode, at no point did Max play audio clips of screeching monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) He he was very offended that I said that that would happen. I maintain that it is in character and on brand, but it didn't happen. <laughs> but he also is mad at us for not for not saying that Matthew Broderick played second banana. To all those <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no one dad jokes as hard as Max does. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, Max is fun. I like Max. Uh, too bad he's straight. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> um, so now we've got these guys. Okay, we got to leave the ship. Bring the gold. Right. Got to bring the ship. Bring the gold. Which That's is like the most plan. sensible thing that happened yeah. right? in the whole movie. You're down an engine already. You you have your, your one little mechanic who's like, I can't fix this with what we have. Who's talking to a picture of his car. Yeah. And, and then, like, gets all hot and bothered when the engine, like, ejaculates on him. And then tastes it. Right. Well, he smells it. No. Did he taste it? It's oil, man. That's how he you get mercury it, poisoning. He said it tastes sweet. That's you, because of the lead in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying what happens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh Lead poisoning and mercury poisoning is a thing. Please don't eat or drink motor oil. Don't do that. Don't use motor oil as lube. No. People what? Do no. that. No. People do that. I mean, I believe Although, you, but no. I, like, I, I get the mechanic fantasy. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But. <laughs> and, and seriously, I am all about the motor oil fight in the transporter. In the transporter because Jason Statham... Basically nude, covered in motor oil, fighting with a dude. Just Bob needs a minute. Yeah. Anyway, it's like Ryan Reynolds in the Amityville Horror when he's mostly naked, yeah. covered in blood. Well, he he actually was. There's several moments in Amityville Horror. That movie is is not a great jam, but it when is he is chopping wood, mm-hmm. when he is soaking wet in the rain. And the blood. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I, I know that you have probably never heard of us. But should you ever hear this, come play. Come and play with us. We would love to have you on just so that we can sexually harass you all over the internet. Anyway. You can hawk aviator gin. You can. That's all right. I love gin. <laughs> uh, I don't drink and I love gin. <laughs> actually i hate gin but i fucking love gin <laughs> like uh no gin to me is like sucking on a pine tree i can't i can't i mean that's what andy and i drank at nightmares last i year. know and that's why i watched you drink it uh-huh <laughs> well that and i don't drink on right. a regular basis anymore because my fucking pancreas is a zombie anyway but no, Ryan Reynolds, we love you. Please yes. come and sit with us. We will make sure that the house is clean and I'll like sweep up after the cats. It's fine. <laughs> the sling is already set up. Like it's Well, I had to take it down because they painted it in the basement. But I'll put it back up. It's fine. It's not hard. It's, it's not, not difficult. No, it's just it plug it's just plug a and play. Click. Yep. Back to the movie. <laughs> Left with no other option, the group begins repairing the Antonio Graza. Greer encounters Francesca, who seduces him into betraying his fiance that he never shuts the fuck up about. Like, <laughs> like you want to talk about a one-dimensional character? It's <laughs> his character. But I'm getting married, man. I'm getting. This is. This I can't. Is, this... I can't go on the salad trip. I'm, I'm supposed to go get married. This is. This is this dude being. What's his face from Lethal Weapon? I'm only a week from retirement. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Fuck all the way off, um, one dimension man. But when when he's about to get that 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 ghost snatch, um, <laughs> he uh, he gets pushed into an elevator shaft. And, oh, he uh, doesn't get pushed. Uh, he goes to get her he, and falls he, through he, her because she's a yeah, fucking ghost. He, yeah, he toucan sams with his dick ah! into the elevator shaft. Follow his name. Damn. Oh shit. Uh, Oh, yeah. But it, it, he, at least he didn't die with his pants down, just his zipper down. Yeah. You did hear the zipper. You didn't hear anything else. But yeah, he just falls right through her. And then she turns into like a hag. It's very The Shining. It's very yeah. Shining. Yeah, it's very, let's let's take all these ghost movie tropes and just slam them all together on a boat. Yeah, that specific one didn't work. No. no. The aging of her. Because the it didn't make didn't. sense. No. no, it didn't make sense. Because she died when she was hot. Yeah. And yeah. like, Katie's still a kid. Or Kathy, Katie. Yeah. You got me all confused now, Bob. Katie um, is still a kid. You yeah. know? Yeah. Why Why doesn't she look... 
I, old I, and I don't think gnarly. she was meant to look old. I think she was meant to look rotted. Mm. Rotted. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't think it was meant to be an old age. It just looked like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, rotted was definitely the thing. Um, but she, she, she's very pretty. Very, very pretty. That one. Definitely. Um, and she worked it. She worked every inch of it. Not speaking a word of English. Nope. Nope. And I, I'm pretty sure her Italian was not great. Cause it, I, I mean, I've heard Italian people speak. Mm. She was very, I'm an American speaking Italian. Yeah. It was not a great accent. The singing was very, very good. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. It was. Speaking and singing, though, are so radically right. different. Oh, yeah. They are. They are. But she sounded like she was reading lines mm-hmm. in Italian. She's like, oh, I just, I, I got with the voice coach today. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Captain Murphy entered. Jesus fucking Christ, this sentence. <laughs> Captain Murphy enters the captain's cabin. <laughs> <laughs> And, Take and, it slow. <laughs> and finds the, the, the captain's ghost. The captain explains that, that they've recovered the gold from a sinking cruise ship, the Lorelei, along with the sole survivor. Murphy is shown a picture of the survivor whom he recognizes. Wow, I should have checked this more because it just spoils the whole fucking thing. <laughs> um, he rushes to tell the others, but begins hallucinating and sees everyone as... <laughs> As the ghost of the burned Santos, who provokes him into a murderous rage, the others think Murphy has gone mad and lock him in a drained fish tank. <laughs> where Epps later finds him drowned. Because it's a fucking fish it's tank. It's a fish tank. <laughs> Do you people fucking realize that there is now ghost ship fanfic about the Lorelei? <gasps> That's awesome. That people need lives. <laughs> you you don't know what art will speak to what people, <laughs> right? Uh, Tungulus clearly spoke to RC and his friend, <laughs> and he openly says it's a piece of shit. Oh no, it's garbage. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, Which, unrelated, but yeah. going back to to the Tungulus related conversation. Um, Michelle recently had Livescream release. Yes. You can buy DVDs of Livescream. You can. And Blu-ray. DVD, Blu-ray, yep. Ooh. Which means... So congratulations. Can... Sorry, it's in the middle of an episode and that's kind of fucking random. <laughs> <laughs> but I am super excited for you because it was amazing. <laughs> I still have not seen it yet, but I will. I have to because I support people. So. Um, and I'm hoping that she's showing it I'm hoping her new one. I hope so. Shows at nightmare. Yeah, because we love Michelle. Michelle's amazing. Um. So they've made up three fucking ghost ships. Oops, sorry. Fine. In this one movie about a ghost ship. <laughs> fucking three. Well, two. They've made up. I was two. gonna say the Mary Celeste. The Mary That's Celeste. They, they real. made it up. I was actually. <laughs> no, well. I was actually going to talk about the Mary Celeste, but I, 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 there are three ghost ships mentioned. Okay. In the movie Ghost yes. Ship. Um, the ghost ship is a, is a relatively popular trope. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been going back as long as there have been ships. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mary Celeste was, in fact, I have the article. Um, it was uh, an American merchant brigandine. Is uh, discovered adrift and deserted in the Atlantic off the Azores in 1872. Um, it was found uh, disheveled but seaworthy under partial sail and with her lifeboat missing. <laughs> the story of the Mary Celeste terrifies me. Podcast had had it. Yeah, uh, the last entry was dated 10 days earlier. Cargo was intact. Captain and crew's personal belongings were undisturbed, and nobody that was on board was ever heard or seen, uh, seen or heard from again. Um, <clears throat> there were hearings um, about the Mary Celeste. They were uh, because salvage hearings to, to discover who is right, uh, who can own it. Um, courts officers considered various possibilities of foul play, including mutiny. Piracy by by the De Gracia that found it, uh, conspiracy to carry out insurance or salvage fraud, um, 
no evidence there, um, but there was a relatively low salvage award for it. Mm -hmm. um, but there's still so much mystery about it. Nobody yeah. knows. There's no, there's nothing indicating what the fuck happened with the Mary Celeste. Um, there, the hypothesis of that include um, the effects of the crew on the crew of the alcohol fumes that rose from the cargo. Uh, submarine earthquakes, water spouts, attack by a giant squid, <laughs> and just ghosts. Um, it, it, but apparently they still ran it. <laughs> and they ran it until 1885 when the captain deliberately wrecked her off the, off the coast of Haiti. Hmm. And that was uh, part of insurance fraud. It wasn't yeah. because he thought there was ghosts. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, let's get that money. Um, <laughs> they've made uh, they've made documentaries, novels, plays, mm. movies about the Mary Celeste. It's pretty pretty famous ghost ship. But we're also uh, looking at things like, you know, when with this, we've got okay, what happened to the crew, and then we've got like <laughs> deliberate haunting stuff like the the Flying Dutchman, yeah, which has been recently popularized again in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies because that's um, Davy Jones. SpongeBob, ship. but sure. Well, SpongeBob too. <laughs> But um, but the Flying Dutchman is Davy Jones' ship mm -hmm. in the in the Pirates movies. So and that's just you know okay if you see the Flying Dutchman you're doomed. Yeah, it's going to run you down. So um, I like the haunted ship trip, mm -hmm. <laughs> but there are times when it can be mishandled. Mm -hmm. So but anyway, continue. Now that I've babbled on about ghost ships for no reason. Epps finally meets Katie's ghost, who reveals what happened on the Graza. The sole survivor of the Lorelei convinced the Graza's crew to murder the passengers for the gold. After carrying out the murders, the crew turned on each other, and Francesca killed the officer who survived. Another man, the mastermind behind the massacre, then killed Francesca by mystical means. That's exactly how this is worded. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Um, and branded her palm with a hook-shaped symbol using only his hands. The man is revealed. Yes, hi, Frito. The man <laughs> is revealed as Jack Ferriman, who is actually a demonic spirit. F deduces that Ferriman lured the salvage team to the Graza to repair it, and decides to sink it to thwart his plan. While Munder is crushed to death under the ship's gears while scuba diving in the flooded engine room, uh, which I do want to talk about that scene because mm -hmm. I fucking love that scene. Uh, Epsil's Dodge to keep Jack on the ship's bridge while she secretly sets explosives. Furman taunts Dodge, mocking him as a coward for never acting on his feelings for Epps, then charges him. Dodge shoots Furman with a shotgun and believes Furman to be dead. Mm -hmm. So, the, the engine room scene. Okay. Part of what the thing that I just read didn't say was that due to the fact that the engine room was flooded and that they were trying to repair it because their boat's uh, engine wasn't working, mm -hmm. um, was there was a water pump that was pumping out the water yeah. so that the engine room wouldn't be flooded. Hi, Frida, you're mm -hmm. scratching now. Yes. Um, <laughs> and as he gets crushed, mm -hmm. it gushes red. Yeah. Yeah, That that's very... It's it's very it's a very that era time yeah. um, that era in time effect yeah because it was done with a few things it was done in the ring yeah um, with the horse um, it's just mm -hmm. it it fits very well for that time period yeah and, and getting caught in uh, in a, uh, a sump pump like that um, it's it's been done a few times it was first referenced in books uh, it was a Chuck Palahniuk book of short stories where a dude got caught in a in a pool filter oh fuck i used to know the name of it andy talked about it once on the yeah show. they also um, talk about it in the movie yeah um th that's the first time i re remember it mm -hmm. in literature but it it's been done in movies a few times i know it was done in the last final destination movie no second to last second okay, yeah second to last. all right uh yeah because the last one was the bridge right I have not seen the most recent one. Okay, because this one I, I'm the, talking about was the the one with the racetrack. Yeah, where the guy goes in the pool. In the pool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gets caught on the second, bottom. Second, second to last. Yeah, one. has his anus removed by the pool. <laughs> and yeah, that just didn't end pretty for anybody. Nope. 
Um, but it's the thought of that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. The thought of being caught and not being able to get out, and then just having your body torn away. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. And this was done really well. Poor Carl Urban. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Carl Urban. Now he'll be with his sheep. Now he'll be with his sheep. <laughs> Carl Urban and his disgusting fucking hair. Oh, it was so in bad. This film. It was so bad. Worse than when you were blonde in Xena, baby. Oh yeah. It, it was this, like the 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 late nineties mid neck length. Mm-hmm. All slicked back, obviously. Except for two chunks on the face. Like right. halfway in the cheeks, so it's just <laughs> right. like right, right there. Yeah, right, like where you kind of want bangs but don't want. Commitment. Yeah, and right. like food's gonna get near it, and yeah, th- just like coming from the center yeah. down. Yeah, dude, comb, invest, rubber band, shampoo, something. Yeah, please, shampoo. please. <laughs> it was I, so gross. I understand you're on a boat and you're on a boat for a long time, but, but you boat's... weren't at the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right? You're surrounded by water. You can bathe. Yeah. You can bathe, man. Even if it's salt water. Right? You can still bathe. Salt water's good for your hair sometimes. Yeah. Especially getting rid of all that grease you've got in your hair. (laughs) Ha. Motherfucker. Just hygiene, dude. (laughs) Hygiene. (laughs) Um, But this this is where things picked up. Oh, yeah. This is where things picked up really well. This is where it's like, okay, now we had to slog through all that bullshit to get to this. And even then, this is also disjointed. Because you don't know what happened to Blonde Dude after he shot What's-His-Face. Right. Because it's revealed that Blonde Dude is actually What's-His-Face, Fairman, um, who's trying to tempt... um, Margulies into letting him have the boat mm-hmm. so that he can remain and get the number of souls he needs yeah, to fulfill he's whatever. He's got a deal fucking quota. Got. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of corporate bullshit <laughs> are you doing? I mean, we understand that hell is a bureaucracy. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, dude. Um, Fairman, you didn't on... file your paperwork. <laughs> and the fact that his last name is Ferryman. I know. Like, yeah, it's Karen. I know, it's freaking... Karen and the boat and the Ferryman. And, uh... Like, I get all the references that you're trying to make, but come on, man. Make them a little clearer next time. Um, or plus... less clear. Like, <laughs> or, right. In either direction would yeah. have been better. Like, right. you, you settled in the middle, which is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and there's that weird hand symbol thing, which is like that, the black spot pirate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That isn't explained until the end of the movie when you see him transfer it to Francesca. Yeah. Um, which even though it's not really explained, you just yeah. know that it's related to him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it turns out that he's some kind of like. Ferryman. A ferryman. Yeah. He's the ferryman and he, he needs the boat. I'm like. Didn't you have a boat? Aren't you supposed to have? I mean, a boat? to be fair, his boat was a shitty rowboat. Like he upgraded. True. He did. <laughs> he really did. Um, plus, you know, if he really concentrates, you know, the, the boat still looks nice. Yeah. You know, like that one scene with what's his face and Francesca when she finally mm-hmm. uh-huh. him away. Um, you know, and, and is stepping out of her dress as she's walking back onto the stage to lead him away. So I'm like, girl, you're not a stripper. You're a high class singer on a luxury liner. Keep your clothes on till you leave the room. <laughs> she can well, be two things. Yeah, here's here, here, this, this is a good segue for what I wanted to say. Oh God, the Fairman. Wait, well, uh, not Fairman. Oh, when Katie is is informing um, Epps about the Via about what happened after yeah. the epic opening scene. Mm. I got really mad and really frustrated because I'm like, where is that movie? <laughs> I would rather be watching that because it would still be Ghost Ship. Right. That ship was haunted and that's why all the people died. Right. So why are we why are we not watching it's that movie? Fine. Yeah, why yeah, why are we not watching a movie about a ship with a dude who happens to be collecting the souls of the dead? You know, needs to do it on a boat. Yeah. 
you know, and that's apparently how he managed to get off of the fucking the Lorelai. Lo- the Lorelai. Right. There you go. Betty was on the fucking Mary Celeste too. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, it would still be called ghost ship. Right. You're, you're creating still, the ghost. Theremin would still have been there. Right. <laughs> Why is that not right. the movie? So now you've, you're creating the dead people and now they work for you. So now they're the ghosts on the ghost ship that are killing the other people on the ship. Why do we not have that fucking movie? Why? It hurts me. <laughs> it hurts me that this had to happen. Um. So anyway, wrap it up. We okay. can discuss. Because okay, so, we only have two paragraphs left. Yeah. So. Okay. Yep. Epps is below decks, setting explosives when she is confronted by Dodge. He tells her that he has killed Freeman and that they can salvage the gold to start a life together, but Epps viciously asks why Dodge hasn't asked her where Munder is. Realizing that his ruse has failed, quote-unquote Dodge morphs back into Jack Freeman, who has killed the real Dodge. <gasps> Freeman describes himself as a salvager of souls, <laughs> a job he earned by a lifetime of sin. He plans to use the Antonia Graza, and the gold is a trap to continue collecting souls. Only the souls of sinners can be readily controlled through the mark he brands them with. And as long as the Graza is kept afloat by the soul of everyone who is... Or, and along... I believe Having you. Having trouble with the sentence like uh-huh. I did a couple weeks ago? Yeah, gotcha. And as long as the Graza is kept afloat, the soul of everyone who has died aboard the ship will be dragged down when Ferriman has filled his quota and returns to hell, something that will please management. He offers to spare Epps' life in exchange for her not interfering, but she detonates the explosives. Ferriman is blown to pieces in the explosion, and Katie helps Epps escape the sinking ship. Katie wordlessly bids farewell to Epps before she and the other unmarked souls trapped on the ship ascend to heaven through the northern lights. I really like that scene. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty. It's very nice. I did like it. Drifting on the open sea, Epps is found by a cruise ship and returned to land. As she is loaded onto an ambulance, she sees the battered crates of gold being loaded onto the cruise ship by the ship's crewmen, overseen by Ferriman, who glares at her and carries on as she screams as the doors close. Dumb fuckers. Dumb greedy fuckers. You're gonna die. You're gonna die so (laughs) hard. They know that, that, though. I mean, we we know know that. that. We know that. She knows that. Uh, I'm just like... Okay, well, how the hell did he get off the ship and get the gold again? I mean, I understand he's a supernatural being, so maybe the gold is just something that he can conjure. You know, just maybe, or like maybe as long as the gold is above water, he's attached to it. Boat it's sink. melted from the, the coins gold. that people yeah. put in their he, But he's attached <laughs> to the gold. So, I don't know. Just no fucking explanation for shit. None. And as much as I hate this over explanation, <laughs> I don't hate this movie. That's the problem. Have you listened to yourself throughout this podcast? <laughs> I like great swaths of it. There, are, But I just dislike more of it. <laughs> I like yards of it. Yeah. Here's the swaths. I'm like, I don't know about swaths. I'll get some stuff by the yard. I like a couple of feet of it. <laughs> swaths of film because it takes a lot of film Fair. to, okay. to get what you need I'm to see sure. in that seven minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the, as much as I dislike over explaining things. Mm-hmm. We needed more reference. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're using all of this mythical, classical mythology to build this story. And that's fantastic. I, I, I realize that I actually did not get the ferryman name until you mentioned it. And I've seen this movie tens of times mm-hmm. because I get bored and it's okay. It's on, it's on Netflix. So click. Yeah, click. Um, it is a good time waster movie. It is yeah. something to just turn on and not pay attention to. Having to pay attention to it hurt me. <laughs> oh my god! Except for that first seven minutes. That first seven minutes is fucking gorgeous, and the scene where we get all the actual backstory, fucking gorgeous. Delightful to watch. 
And that explains so much that needed to be explained, probably in smaller chunks throughout the remainder of the film. You know, um, this isn't a horrible movie. Like I said, it's it's fine to turn on and not pay attention to and like just, hey, I have sound on and I'm doing my cross stitch or my, mm. you know, my crossword puzzle, whatever. You know, just something to have on for noise. It's fine. It's fine. You don't have to pay attention to it. The plot's not really going to do anything to change your life. So, um, but fuck me. It, it tried. It tried so hard. And actually, it didn't really try that hard. It didn't. <laughs> I tried hard in places. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In places. Like, for seven minutes. Fucking delightful. Mm-hmm. From a horror movie standpoint. That gave us tension. It gave us action. It gave us gore. It gave us everything we want to see in a horror movie in that first seven minutes. It's a little short story all by itself. I would have been fine if that was released as a short. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe just tack on what happens to Katie. Everyone's dead. What's this little girl going to do on a cruise ship? Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. Um, a five-pound can of fruit cocktail. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid room 213. Um, but still, it just... Uh, and I get that this was not during the heyday of good horror films. No, it was it not. It was not. <laughs> it was not at all. It was... It's during that dearth of good horror. You know, like the early 2000s when horror was super fucking shiny but seriously meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, that was when we started to get Final Destination. First one, great. The rest of them, not so much. No. You know, I, I like watching them because I enjoy the traps. I like yeah. watching them because I love Allie Larder and I will watch anything that she Allie has. Larder is amazing. I mean, I've loved her since Legally Blonde. So, uh, and Heroes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss Heroes. Fucking writer's strike ruined that show. But God damn it! I mean, we're less than an hour. <laughs> that's, that's how little I want to talk about this movie. Okay, so I chose this movie. This, <laughs> this I can talk about, and I wanted to talk about it. Go ahead. Please do. Um, when this movie came out, uh, I didn't see it in theater. I didn't see a whole lot of movies in theater, um, even when I was younger. Much more often than I do now, but that's a really easy bar to stumble over. Mm-hmm. Um, when this movie came out, this was at a period of time in my life when I was at my mom's every other weekend for uh, shared custody. Right. Uh, and basically the only thing that she knew how to do, um, her and my stepdad. Uh, was rent a bunch of movies from fucking Blockbuster mm-hmm. and just put movies on. There you go. And this was one of the movies. Nice. And I loved it. I mm. loved it then. I love it now. I. Well, I mean, I, I, I get that it has that nostalgia yeah. for you. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this is like a technically good movie, mm-hmm. but I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this holds a similar place as Stay Alive. It doesn't have the nostalgia factor for me. Stay Alive doesn't have the nostalgia factor for me, but I'm like, this is bad, but I love every second of it. Yeah. Right. Um, this movie, when I watched this, I was probably 14. It was what? 2002? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm giving a little wiggle room because yeah. I, since we rented it from Blockbuster and it had already been out. Right. So, like, it was about 14. Yeah. Um, so this was, like, one of those weirdly formative movies when it comes to horror. Um, sure, I'd been watching horror for a long time before that, but um, this just kind of hit me at the right time for me to, I think, enjoy it more than most. Yeah. Um, I did see this in the theater and then promptly forgot that I saw it in the <laughs> I, That, I mean, okay. I, I got to spend two hours in, you know, excuse me, an hour and a half <laughs> in air-conditioned comfort with a, you know, bladder buster and a gallon of popcorn. Right. <laughs> That's what happened. 
Yeah. The only thing I, I remember about this movie coming out, because I, I, I saw it much later, mm-hmm. um, was because was I was living in New York and it had in Times Square, um, you know, the Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. It was underneath the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Wow. So it was it was that it was that big. It was prominent. Big one. Right. Yeah. And Why? I, would, I don't know. <laughs> because they paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. Space. Is I, well, that I, where the money for the movie went? Probably. Maybe. It's the first seven minutes in that yeah. advertisement. <laughs> yeah. It, I just, I, rem, I remember walking by it for about two months. Mm-hmm. That's my say, first thought. And then I didn't see it for about three years before, mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. So I will say that the poster for this movie is wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. The post, it, it just the, the the skull superimposed on the front of a cruise ship. It's 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 very classic. basic and uh, very well done. Right. Yeah. Classic. Well done. Uh, I mean, just wonderful. And I do like Juliana Margulies. Mm-hmm. You know, at very, that time yeah, she she's was very talented. Yeah, she was she was deep into ER at that point, mm-hmm. um, which I was watching regularly. Um, so I, I loved her. I even liked the guy who played the blonde, who was also in ER. Um, but so, so I just, you know, I was going to go watch that because my ex wouldn't go watch it with me. Mm-hmm. He didn't like horror movies. So my, my current husband does not like horror movies and I don't know how I live. I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, at the time, like I said, it's like, Oh, Juliana Markley's in a ghost ship movie. Fine. I'll go see that. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, promptly forgot that I saw it in the theater uh, until you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, shit, I did see this in the theater mm-hmm. and watching it on TV. And I'm like, don't make forgettable cinema, please. <laughs> yeah. Don't make something that is going to make me think. Make something that is going, I mean, it's very hard to scare me these days. It really is just because I am such a horror hound. But um, try and give me shivers. You know, give me the chills. You know, especially with a haunting movie. Mm-hmm. You know, probably one of the reasons that I don't like haunting movies is because I end up going to the theater to see things like this bullshit. And I'm like, <laughs> I just don't fucking care. Give me a slasher. At least then I know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I have a good middle of the road movie between slasher and haunting movie that I feel like we should watch. Might be my next pick. Oh, okay. snap. <laughs> it's one of the few movies that, like, really has scared me in recent years. Okay. So. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm not saying it will scare you. I'm just saying it scared me. Those are not the same thing. Oh, that's fine. Um, I, I had to explain to my mother today uh, that uh, Tron, letting me see Tron at two years old was a mistake on her part. Because it's fuck my brain up to this very day mm. afraid of computers are you i have a serious issue with ai mm. and um jeff bridges freezing and being zapped away square by square yeah mm-hmm. um destroyed my little mind that was really <laughs> yeah i mean i i thought it was cool at the time of course i was a little older than you so um yeah a two-year-old shouldn't see that no <laughs> yeah Two-year-olds shouldn't see, shouldn't see uh, three-year-olds, two, three-year-olds shouldn't see Jaws either. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, are we ready for fucking ratings? I think we sure. Go. Yeah, let's do it quickly. We gotta just rip off that fucking bandaid. All he right, prolonging it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't fucking like it. Um, felt the same way when I watched it. Mm-hmm. in the theater i have felt the same way about it every time i've seen it since then just because it's on and i i'm too lazy to pick up the remote at that point um again the first seven minutes and the flashback later in in the movie when katie is you know mind melding right with margulies um eps sorry um beautiful mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeously shot Costume's wonderful. Acting throughout the whole thing is kind of mad. I mean, except for Katie, who's pretty wonderful for her age. Yeah. Um, yeah, Margulies, you could tell this was a pool movie mm. for her. Um, and everyone else. Gabriel Byrne, you're better than this, man. <laughs> you're fucking better than this. Um, 
it's a meh. It really is. This this movie is it's it's worse than a meh. It doesn't excite me at all. It's not even middle of the road. It's not like oh hey I want to watch this. It's oh it's on. Okay. Um. So with that in mind, I really can't give this more than like one and a half out of five. Uh, bisected Captain Heads. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I know you like it. I can't. Uh, it's RC's pick, so he's oh, yes. last, Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I, that, that's kind of where I, I sit with this movie. You know, maybe in another five years, I'll pull it out and watch it again. But I'm not. I'm not promising that. <laughs> um, Deep, Deep Rising was a better film than this. Uh, as far as uh, this director, you know, I Thirteen Ghosts is much more enjoyable. Oh, oh definitely. It's yeah. like it's like he took the the visuals for this seven minutes that we enjoy, <laughs> and just said, "Let's do an entire movie with that." It is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, there's a reason that every Halloween. You know, if you're that big of a horror freak, you will see the clip that is the short film that is the beginning of this movie come across your Facebook feed. You know, the most savage opening of a movie ever. And it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that being said, to keep it short and sweet, I'm going to give it two out of five editing suites because <laughs> maybe we would care a little bit more. <laughs> If there was a little editing tweaking here and there. <laughs> As I've said multiple times, and I will maintain, because my opinion is not influenced by others on this, <laughs> I love this movie. Technically, it is not great, save the the f- scenes in the 60s. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, like, I don't know if at the different set they just had better cameras but I, I recognize that those parts are shot and edited and even the sound is a little better. Yeah. Um, and that this movie is rough. Um, but it, it has it has a lot of what I look for in a ghost movie. Um, however, that ends up manifesting. Um it's got some interesting background things. It's got some things that are left unknown. I do think that there were too many things that were left too unknown, yeah. like the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got backstory that kind of that that I do think connects really well, even though the backstory itself is very ham-fisted in the way it tries to do everything else. Right. But the backstory within the world of the movie all connects with itself very seamlessly. Yeah. Um. This is still one of my favorite movies. Um, it's not good. It's just, it's, it's like junk food. It's yeah. something that I'll just watch periodically, have background noise, uh, kind of giggle a couple times, mm-hmm. and then move on. Right. Um, I will give it three out of five uh, cans full of surprise maggots. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that. The no. fucking maggots. Well. And they are chowing oh, down. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a mess. Oh. Just watching them wriggle all over Carl Urban's tongue. That is worse than the Lost Boys scene. With oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you don't see it in freaking Michael's mouth, man. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Oh, gross. Okay. Um. Yeah, not talking about that anymore. On that note, kids. If you need to get a hold of us, uh, lay eggs in our brain, make us eat maggots from a can. No. Please don't. Why? Please don't do that. Girl, try. I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, email us at bob at candycoderazor.com. You can hit us up on the website at candycoderazor.com. Find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash candycoderazorblades. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash candycoderazor. And find us on Instagram uh, at CCRB underscore podcast. Hi, Marcy. You can come chat with me in our Discord. Come talk about weird other movies from the early 2000s that I like that aren't good. 
come talk to me about uh, fucking live stream and supporting Octopunk Media because Michelle Antoine is amazing and her movie is so full of references. It's so good. <laughs> Cannot speak highly enough of it. From chat, it's fun. And I'm Stephanie. You can find me pretty much anywhere Stephanie Hayslip or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. And please check out my articles at fangirlnation.com. Now I'm stuck on this. Oh, God. I just ate. It's terrible. Awful. Okay, on that note, kids, bye. Bye. Bye.